and welcome back to SEMA's podcast, Y'all Ready for This, where we talk about all things emergency preparedness to make sure that you and your family are ready for any type of natural or man-made disaster right here in Chatham County. This week, we are bringing her back again. She is the one and only Lee Harold from Occupational Safety, Risk Management, and Disability Services in Chatham County, the world's longest title. Lee, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. I, I enjoy coming and doing this podcast with you guys. Yes, absolutely. We love having you. Lee was one of our very first podcast subject matter experts, and I have continuously brought her back because you all love her and I love her too. Um, so thank you, Lee, for being here. Also, we have Sakili Johnson, our AmeriCorps Vista, as my co-host today. Sakili, welcome. Hello again. <laughs> Hello again, Precious. She is now almost as much as a regular as I am on this podcast, so we're excited to have her back as well, and we are going to be talking about fire extinguishers today. Now, I don't want you to confuse this with our fire safety podcast that we've done in the past. Um, That one gets a little bit more into the nitty-gritty of the overall piece of fire safety and, and a whole different piece Um, This time where you are taking a deep dive into just fire extinguisher safety and fire extinguisher use so that you have a better understanding of what you need to do, how you need to do it, make sure that you're prepared because this week is fire prevention week. And every, I think it's the first week of October, every year they do fire prevention week to try to make sure that people understand what to do and how to be safe during a fire. And I'm sure Lee will get into all the details of all the crazy Um, But I wanted to go ahead and start off with just some general basic information, Lee. What in the world, how how do we have a fire? What are the components that make up a fire? And how do we get the chemistry behind this? Well, so fire needs three things in order to burn. And there's a way to understand the components needed for a fire. Um, We use the fire triangle and you may have heard of the fire triangle because you, you're gonna put three components together and we usually form it in a triangle. We've got um, heat or a, a heat source, which is responsible for that initial uh, ignition. And then you're gonna need fuel, which could be wood, clothing, paper, grease. Um, and then the fire is gonna need an oxidizer, which is normally oxygen. And so that kind of forms those three components form a, a triangle. Now. Um, sometimes in, in here in the last year, a few years, we've been using the fire tetrahedron, which just means that we throw the chemical reaction in the middle of the triangle. Um, but if you just take out one of those components of the fire, or if you separate two components like the fuel from the oxygen, then, um, your fire won't survive. And, you know, that's why, um, we tell you to close the door behind you when you leave or don't open the oven if you've got an oven fire uh, because you can smother um, smother that fire by just removing the oxygen, cutting that oxygen supply off or you know, removing the fuel. Uh, you can remove heat by putting water on a fire. The water boils when it hits the, the heat and then it turns into steam and that steam is released and it's taking some of the heat from the fire with it. So, um, you know, that's, that's what fire extinguishers do to those three components in that fire triangle. Okay, so now that we know what creates a fire, how to start a fire, 
how big of a fire should we be attempting to fight on our own before we start to get worried? So no matter how big or small a fire is, never try to put one out if you don't have a clear and unobstructed path out of danger. You don't want to get trapped um, without a way to get out and save yourself. So never attempt to extinguish a fire unless you know that it can easily be put out, which means a small fire like a trash can or a grease fire, um, a small appliance, something like that. You know, if, if you've been trained on the use of a fire extinguisher, you may be successful putting out a, a small fire, uh, but we never want you to even attempt to put out a fire if you don't have a clear exit away from the fire. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, you don't wanna trap yourself. You don't wanna try to fight a fire and the, it's blocking the exit to um, the building. Like that would be a horrible idea. You need to just try to go ahead and escape. I like that. Exactly. Idea. All right, so there are, you'll have to refresh my memory. There are a couple of different um, fire extinguishers that you could use. What are the different types of them? And how do you know which one you need to use during a fire? So all fire extinguishers are classified on their label according to the type of fire that they extinguish or put out. Um, fires divided into five different classes. So, and that's all based on the fuel that's actually burning. So you have A, B, C, D, and K. So the fire extinguisher is gonna work to, to take one of those components out. So class A would be for ordinary combustibles, you know, wood, cloth, paper, rags, um, and a lot of times a class A extinguisher is just pressurized water, but you don't want to put water on a class B or a class C fire. So a class B extinguisher is what we use on flammable liquids like gasoline or grease. Um, and you don't want to put water on grease, right? So that's why we have class B fires. And then class C fires are those from electrical components, um, electronics. Class D, most people won't really have an interaction with class D because a class D fire is um, usually seen in larger uh, commercial settings uh, with combustible metals like titanium. So out at the ports, for instance. And then class K, we can remember class K because it stands for kitchen. It doesn't, but... <laughs> But class K would be for a large commercial kitchen, like a fast food restaurant, um, because those class K extinguishers will help extinguish a large grease fire. Um, you're going to find the class of the fire extinguisher actually on the fire extinguisher, on the label of the fire extinguisher. So if you look on the label, the label will be on the body. And then the, the label will tell you what types of fire that fire extinguish, extinguisher will put out. It'll be preceded by a number or a rating that is put there by Underwriters Laboratory. Um, you do wanna make sure that all of your extinguishers are, are UL listed, which means that that type of fire extinguisher has been approved. But that rating on there is gonna tell you the effectiveness. And the higher the number, the higher the effectiveness. So for instance, if you have a class 4A and a class 2A, we know that the class 4A will be better. 
Um, and then the most common sizes of fire extinguishers are two pounds, which are great for cars, trucks, and boats. Five pounds, which are great for your home. And then the 10 pounds are perfect for like garages and workshops, those types of things. So class A, B, C, D, and K. And A, B, C is usually what you'll find uh, most common. Wow, I had no idea there was all this detail to fire extinguishers and all this breakdown. So what kind of fire extinguishers do, should we keep in our home? Well, home extinguishers are crucial for the safety of yourself and your family. And so we look to the National Fire Protection Agency for their recommendations, NFPA. And the NFPA recommends that homeowners have a fire extinguisher on every single level of their home, no more than 40 feet apart. Um, you wanna have one in the kitchen. And what they're recommending is a class A, B, C. So this is gonna put out most all common types of household fires, like rags, paper, grease, whatever. Um, but you also wanna have a fire extinguisher in your garage or your workshop. So when we look at ABC fire extinguishers, they really are very common. They, you know, you can run down to the local hardware store or a big box store and, and find those. They range in price. Um, I've seen some as low as $15. I've seen them as high as $50, and that was for a 10-pound uh, uh, class ABC fire extinguishers, but it's totally worth the money. Um, just, I do want to say, when you buy an extinguisher, um, you want to inspect that. So, when you go to change the batteries in your smoke detector, and you're upgrading or updating the items in your first aid kit, take your fire extinguisher and you wanna make sure that there's no rust and stuff happening around the top of it. And you wanna look at the gauge that's on the fire extinguisher and make sure that the needle is in the green part of the gauge. You wanna make sure that the pin is still attached. And then you wanna take it and flip it upside down and just flip it upside down and you will feel powder kind of settle in the bottom then flip it right side up and put it back where it belongs um, just, to, just to make sure that your fire extinguisher is ready when you need it. All right, we've been, we've already been kind of talking about it. Let's, let's continue this conversation of fire extinguishers and using them. Um, I've heard of this, I think it's an acronym of PASS or P-A-S-S. What, what does that mean and, and how is that applicable to using a fire extinguisher? We use a lot of acronyms. <laughs> so PASS stands for pull, aim, squeeze, and sweep. And this is just an easy way to remember how to use that fire extinguisher when you need it. So the first thing that you'll do is pull. That means pull the little safety pin out of the handle. And this is gonna allow the handle to squeeze. So pull, and then you're going to aim. Aim the extinguisher at the bottom of the fire. This is where the heat source is, not around the flames in the top. You wanna to go to the bottom of the fire. So aim the fire extinguisher to the bottom of the fire. Squeeze the handle. So you're gonna squeeze that handle firmly and then you're going to sweep the extinguisher from side to side until you get that fire put out or 
the extinguisher runs out. So pull, aim, squeeze, and sweep is pass. Easy way to remember how to operate your extinguisher. I am just learning a lot today. Like I'm almost embarrassed. I mean, I am embarrassed that I didn't know some of this before, but I had heard of the acronym uh, PASS. I've also heard the acronym RACE thrown around a lot. What does that one stand for? So RACE is another easy way to remember what to do in the event of a fire. So we know how to operate the extinguisher with PASS. What do we actually do when there is a fire? And that is RACE. So R stands for rescue. And you can do this by yelling fire or just, you know, making sure, getting on an intercom, making sure that everyone knows that there's a fire in the area. So um, rescue them, get them out of the area by yelling. A stands for alarm. So you're going to pull the fire alarm or set off a fire alarm so that, the, um, so that everyone else knows. Even if there's an alarm going off, you're gonna still pull that handle in your area before you leave. Then C stands for call 911. Now you wanna calmly and slowly let that 911 call taker know that you have a fire and give them your address and then let them know, do you see flames? Do you see smoke or are you just smelling smoke? Um, let them know also if there are people still in the building or if everyone is out, because this information is going to be relayed to your first responders. So they're prepared to act ahead of their arrival. So uh, make sure that you're very clear with, with your call. And then finally, E stands for escape. Get out of the area to a place of safety um, or a place of refuse that you, refuge that you can stay until first responders arrive. So race is rescue, alarm, call, escape. All right, I will remember to race, I like that. Um, okay, so let's say you decide to try to extinguish this fire. Um, at what point do you say, you know what, this just isn't working, <laughs> I need to leave um, so that you don't, lose your ability to escape. You only want to try and use an extinguisher after everyone has evacuated the building and the fire department has already been notified. Um, if at any point the fire grows larger, get out. If the room fills with smoke, get out. If your exit becomes compromised at all, get out. Or if you've used that fire extinguisher up, get out. If the fire extinguisher doesn't work, you know, sometimes they don't work. So get out. If your, your extinguisher is basically your way to escape safely from that fire. Um, we don't want people using a fire extinguisher to try to put out a growing fire. Get out and leave that uh, firefighting to the professionals who are trained to do that. Yeah. Thank you for all of this great information. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk about about fire safety, fire extinguishers? Um, I think, you know, most people don't realize how quickly a fire can spread and grow. Um, I just want to really, and I know you guys have talked about this in your fire safety. Um, I really want to remind people that 
those fires can grow faster than you think. And in two minutes, what was a, a small contained fire can actually grow to become a life-threatening fire. So, um, you know, never, never put yourself in danger, never, never put your life in jeopardy trying to put out a fire. Um, leave the fire fighting to the professionals. And, and I, we see a lot of people that run back into burning buildings and, uh, you know, that's where we get a lot of injuries from. So don't, once you get out, don't go back in, don't run back in. I do also want to encourage any of the parents out there, the grandparents, if you've got children, teach them how to use a fire extinguisher. Most people that I train have one, never pulled a fire alarm and two, have never used an extinguisher and they're grown adults. Um, and I have a system where I allow them to practice pulling that handle. And I have that system that allows them to practice using that extinguisher. So do the same thing for your kids. You know, take them in the backyard, teach them how to use that fire extinguisher, teach them how to get out of the house, teach them what they need to know, especially if they get home from school before you get off from work, or if they're home during the day out of school for spring break or summer break, they need to know what to do in case you're out there working and they're home alone. So just make sure that they know what to do and they're not afraid of a fire extinguisher. I think, I think that's, that's really the, the main things that I wanna get across to people is teach your, teach your children how to survive and get out. Yeah, absolutely. You wanna make sure that you feel comfortable doing it. If it's something that you haven't touched in years, and you haven't had the experience, you may be less likely to want to jump in and try to help. So you wanna make sure that you're prepared, your children are prepared. I fully suspect, my child's not even two yet, uh, but I fully suspect that I, she will have a fire extinguisher training. And then I also plan on throwing tourniquets at her and like yelling, like I have a wound somewhere and fix it. Um, so be a little bit like my husband and do stuff like that and make sure that your kids are prepared for any type of emergency. That's what our podcast is all about is making sure that people are prepared for any type of emergency that can happen. Well, thank you so much, Lee. I really, I always appreciate having you come on. Always just light up the, the whole room, the whole atmosphere. <laughs> it's a podcast, the whole atmosphere. I love it. Um, so thank you so much for being here. And thank you, Sakili, for asking some pretty awesome questions and keeping the conversation engaging. All right. Well, listeners, we had Fire Prevention Week this week. Next week starts Cybersecurity Awareness. Y'all get ready for this. We are bringing in Chatham County's webmaster and our very own operations and technology guru to talk about how you can be better prepared for cybersecurity issues in the whole world. So that could be online, on your smartphone, or anywhere that you can access the internet. We'll talk about it. We'll hear all about all the different safety things that you can do. But until then, guys, bye. <laughs>